0: What's going on, Rigside family? It's a one-man show tonight. It's just me, myself, Professor LL. You know, Mr. Analytics without the specs tonight. And most importantly, it's WrestleMania week, and I I had to come. I had to come. Correct. You know, it's it's Mania week and it's Raw. Was it go home that we're used to? Was it not? And I'm just here to get. I'm here to give you, you know a great breakdown of it. Let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. Cause I mean, the way that show opened up. Cowboy Brock, man. I'm telling you, I've been saying it for weeks. Brock's having way too much fun with this character. I love it. This is hitting home. Um, and you can just tell, like, he's just really enjoying it. He comes out to a big pop. Definitely the, between the, between him and Roman, definitely the face, which is surprising. And it's working this time around. Because I know with Brock, I'm used to him being a heel, but it, it works. And I'm loving it. Comes out. Real simple, short, and sweet, you know, does a little Paul, a little dig of Paul, talks about welcome to Monday Night Raw, laughed about it, said, hey, I suck at it, but that ain't me. And then, you know, he just goes on to, to say simply, look, when when I face Roman, it's going to be memory lane back to WrestleMania 34. Suplex City, Suplex City. He gets the victory, becomes a double champ, the unified champ. And basically, he's telling Roman, there's nothing you can do about it. And I love it. It's a dope opening. You know, I mean, it, it gets it, it got the crowd going for for the show to open up Raw. You know, because it's always you always want to get a good opening going. And I loved it. It was great. He, you know, he he exits, And then, you know, we get the, the, the dreadful Miz. He comes out, cuts a little promo on this tag match because they're really trying to sell this match. And uh, you know, for me personally, I don't know how y'all feel, but I'm I'm not really digging it. I, I feel this was a forced match, it didn't even have to be a tag match. They just could have kept it simply Miz versus Ray and Mania left it at that, but decided to throw a tag into it. And the most disrespectful thing I thought happened was you know, Miz, like I said, he comes out, cuts his little promo, but then he introduces Lucia Logan. Come on, that was so disrespectful. Introduces him, Logan comes out wearing Ray's mask. Again, disrespect was just ridiculous. And then it, it leads to the match. You know, um, we get Miz versus Ray. Dominic somehow gets kicked out before the match even started for God knows what reason. But then, you know, Miz tried his hardest. Ray gets that pin because you know that he he said basically telling you there ain't nothing you can do. let he let that veteran that veteran skill set show in, in that match. It was real quick but it served its purpose you know it it was a filler just to kind of get you to tune in to kind of just kind of start saying okay hey is it worth it for me I'm gonna say no but I love to hear what listeners how y'all feel about this tag match if it's even worth it if it makes sense if y'all feeling it definitely you know hit up that comment section let us know then you know after the match is I loved it because you know Ray got that win Miz and Logan tried to, you know, get one up on Ray, but Dominic comes out. They hit a very slow double six one nine. That that was kind of suspect, but I was like, okay, I get it. Dom- Dominic still got to work on his his speed and tempo in the ring, and I'm hoping it gets better. But you know, that then they pretty much know they hit the six one nine on 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 Miz. They tried it on Logan. Miz pulls out Logan, but Ray thankfully gets his mask back to end the segment, and then. One of my favorite moments of the show, Seth freaking Rollins. man, I'm telling you, well written, well done, hats off to Seth, I love it, love it, love it. Basically, he gets his mania moment, which we all knew he was going to happen, and you know it was smart because we, you know, Vince did get involved, but all Vince was doing was simply just at his desk, just not really paying Seth no mind, just dribbling, just doodling away on on his notepad. Like I said, not caring, but all all that matter was Seth found out he was going to Mania. Craziest celebration ever. I'm really surprised Vince did not, like, you know, kick him off his table because Seth was on there just dancing, acting a fool. But, you know, I love it. But, you know, the question is now that everybody wants to know is who is Seth going to face in Mania? And Seth even asked Vince that. And Vince was like, he's going to have to wait and find out the night of. My thinking here's my logic. I got two. The obvious choice that everybody's been saying is Cody, but a part of me feels that I it could be Tommaso Ciampa, which I think would be dope because he's pretty much done in NXT. He's not a person that's talked about, and I think he really would deliver that shock value when it comes to Seth. Seth would know what hit him. I mean, I still think Seth would win because. It's Seth, man. He, you know, he's pretty much our, our Mr. WrestleMania right now. And you know, again, it's gonna be dope. Dope match. And you know, I, I can't I can't wait. I can't wait for this weekend. Then, you know, so if we get that, that was a good high. But then we get a low, a low. Omos versus Eric from the Viking Raiders. Again, another dreadful match. Very predictable. You get, you get the Colossus Omos versus Eric. It was a quick match. I mean, Omas did what Omos was supposed to do, which was win. Showed off his strength. Predictable. However, the man spoke after the match, which is a big no-no in my book because I, I still don't think he's great on the mic. It's going to take some work. But, you know, he, he says what he says, basically saying that there's nobody that can touch him. But then, thankfully, thankfully this man comes out. Bobby Lashley, Almighty, makes a big return to a pop, huge pop, a face pop, might I might add, which is, I think, dope, because I kind of figured that, you know, with him coming back from his injury, he's going to get this push. And the biggest thing out of this is he comes out, they go back and forth, Lashley puts the man down, spooks Omos a little bit, Omos still thinking that you know, Lastly, ain't a threat. Challenge accepted. We're going to get Omos versus Lashley of Mania. And I, I think I think is going to get that win. But we'll see. We shall see. We go from this to the straight tomfoolery, though. Straight tomfoolery. Reggie, Dana, Tozawa, Tamina. To Two engagements. Dana's not now proposed to Reggie. Tamina's is now proposed to Tazawa. To Tozawa where the hell this came from why they're doing it waste of tv time only thing i enjoyed was the fact that r-truth is back in his 24 7 title picture Pitcher. oops can't man i can't even say that word right now but yeah he's back in his 24 7 title picture, Woof. and uh you know i mean you already know the tom food that's gonna happen with it and r-truth is definitely gonna somehow make these weddings not happen because you know he's chasing his baby He wants that 24-7 title back. He's been gone too long, and uh, it's about time someone comes and actually gets this title because Dana ain't really doing nothing with it, and I'm getting tired of seeing Reggie week in and week out with her. Same thing with Tozawa and Tamina. They all deserve better. So hopefully, hopefully by Mania, we get something concrete and finalized with this 24-7 title. But, you know, we get that. And then, you know, big man, tribal chief come out fresh with the all red bloodline speaks his truth says that you know he knows what brock put him through and it's personal he's taking it personal he's gonna prove brock that he is who he said he is very serious promo hit home he's gonna smash brock he's gonna do what he do he's gonna let brock know that hey there's nothing you can do i've held this title longer than you I've been on a better better run than you. I'm the more dominant wrestler. He's carrying all the momentum in, into Mania right now, and you know this is definitely going to be a match master of the weekend because you got two two alpha males going at it. And you know, for me, i it's Tribal Chief. Tribal Chief is going. He's going to hold hold his uh, land, hold his kingdom. Like he said, it's it's his island of relev- relevancy. So you know, y'all stay tuned for this one because it's going it's going to be nice. What wasn't nice was this right here. We get a four-woman tag match. We got Sasha, Naomi, Liv, Rhea versus Carmella, Natalia, and I, oh, Queen, Queen Zelina, and Shayna Baszler. Horrible, 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 horrible moment in my opinion because it was just a waste of, what, literally two, three minutes at the most. And I mean, yeah, you know, Rhea got the win, but it didn't do nothing for me to sell this match because at Mania, we're getting Sasha and Naomi versus Liv and Rhea versus Shayna and Natalia versus the champs Carmella and Zelina. Fatal four way for the women's titles, tag titles. And I mean, I, I gotta go with my queens and you know, Sasha and Naomi. But I just really hope they get a decent amount of time because I don't want to see no five-minute match because that would just be a straight disrespect to all the women in this match. They they deserve better and they deserve a moment to shine. It's got to happen. But, you know, I mean, we go from this to I got to say probably the best promo of the night. Kevin Owen comes out, continues to, to add feel to the fire when it comes to Stone Cold, continues to just to, you know, to inflame that man and just make him even hot, matter what he needs to be. And I'm here for it because I, I really do think when Stone Cold does come out on the KO show, they ain't going to be talking. He's going he's gonna to open up that can, whoop KO's ass real quick, drop that stunner, call it a night. If there's a match, I'm really hoping there is. That'd be dope. But if not, you know, still a stunner in that segment would be dope. Then, you know, I mean, but then, you know, the interesting thing about KO, I will say this, though. He really feels that, you know, with Stone Cold coming on the show, he feels like he's going to get that torch passed to him. And that's a solid question. I I don't know. I mean, I still think KO is not necessarily there to kind of take that mantle from Stone Cold and say that, you know, he's this generation of Stone Cold. He, I, he still got some more work to do, in my opinion, because he hasn't he hasn't really pushed that needle in the way that I think he should. You know, the promoing is there. He can definitely talk on the mic. Skill sets there. I just think he he needs to he needs to push, push that, push some more buttons. I don't know what it's gonna take, but you know, I'm definitely tuning in because Kale definitely is a great wrestler. But if he truly wants to call himself the the next stone call, or even to say that he, you know, has the, the best stunner ever, got some work to do. And you know, again, dope, dope moment. But then, you know, we transition to Ricochet versus Austin Theory. This match was interesting because, again, it was quick. I thought it was actually going to go a little bit, but it was a pretty quick match. Theory gets the win. He he back he backs what he said. He said that, "Hey, Pat, this is going to be a preview of what I'm going to do to you this weekend at Mania." He gets the win. My question is. He beats Ricochet here. I wonder come Friday if he's going to be in that title match. And it goes from, you know, being a triple threat match to maybe a, four, a fatal four-way for the IC title. I don't know. I think it would be dope because, you know, add that a little bit more intrigue. Because right now Ricochet is walking into SmackDown. He's going to be facing Garza and Carrillo, basically Los Lotharios. It's kind of one of those matches where I'm just like, uh I don't know. I don't know. it's it's a toss-up for me i hope ricochet returns because he just won this title so you know if he takes the l there then it's gonna be like what's the point of doing all that change but dope moment of the night y'all if y'all get a chance you gotta watch this because you know bianca comes back after a week of being out from You know getting her throat injury cuts a pretty fire promo saying that there ain't nothing becky can do that you know she's gone through everything that becky can possibly do to her and she's still here and that becky got nothing left for her and you know right when she says that that part we see becky come out from underneath the ring with the chair they go at it becky you know stands tall for a quick second we see bianca going down she's flat she's out becky comes with some scissors to cut her hair y'all now that that's the utmost disrespect you don't ever touch a black woman's hair and then you want to cut it on top of that nah bianca wasn't about that life so she gives becks two kod's thinks about it for a hot second grabs those scissors snip snip cut cut give Bex a quick little makeover loved it stood tall said hey you ain't gonna cut my hair, but I'm definitely gonna cut yours. And it, it really cements how this, you know, this match because it's it's gonna be fire. You know, Bianca, I think she finally gonna get that moment to just get that revenge. And this is just a start. You know, just the cutting of the hair is just a symbolism of that power. Basically, she's trying to be- rip Becky a new one. So say, Becky, hey, you're gonna have to change because you're doing all this to me. Mm-mm, I ain't I ain't about that life. So, like I said, you know, she cut she cuts Beck's hair, leaves the ring. Becky, after coming to, is hot. Starts talking underneath her breath. At the end of the day, she's basically t- calling Bianca a bitch and is just like, look, you're going to see me this weekend and you're going to get your comeuppance, or so she thinks. Again, this is going to be a dope match and, you know, I'm looking forward to it and I hope you all are too. But Then right after this... Moving on along on the show, we get Drew versus Corbin and Moss. Filler, real quick. Drew gets the win. Did I care for it? Not really. Is the match is the match gonna matter? Nah. Because it was supposed to be a handicap match, but instead, Corbin was like, nah, Madcap, you got this. I really hope this is the beginning of Madcap and Corbin splitting and Madcap, you know, getting that getting that solo push. Same thing with Corbin because it's they're tagging is just not it's done it's over and done with, and come, come come Mania I really hope that's that last that you know that last part to where Moss is like hey look I'm tired of it just doing everything for you I'm out and this leaves them hanging, but uh, again we we gonna see, and then we get a quick promo from Edge to you now make sure that we don't forget about his match against AJ. He says that they both. He pretty much said that they both need each other. At the end of the day, that he's the judge, jury, and executioner. The AJ stands no chance. He's gonna end AJ, and that's that. I loved it from Edge because it was straight to the point, short but powerful. It really makes you to focus in, and sink in. But then we get the main event, which was puzzling to me because again, we got the Usos versus the RK Bro. We got smackdown tag champs versus the raw tag champs figure out who's the, who's the better tag champ it was a good match until shout out to tez and Doc's so they decided hey you know we tired of this match they come out they interfere cause the dq what ends up happening is as much as they interfere that allows shinsuke and Boogs, who were already ringside during the whole match to scouting we get all four teams going against each other and then you know i mean for for a quick second for a quick second i thought I thought street profits had it because it allowed shinsuke and Boogs to take out the usos they they go they continue their fight up the ramp backstage in the ring we got rk bro versus street profits but in the end rk bro stood tall kind of put a hurting on the street profits and i i mean they had to prove their point they kind of cemented that you know their their friendship is really strong between riddle and orton but at the end of the day they're like hey look if y'all really want to come at this you're gonna to have to come correct and you know they they showed that up they showed that to to the to the to the street profits and man i'm telling you it was it was a dope ending real dope ending But overall for the show, though, I got to say for me, myself, probably ratings, 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 man. I mean, I'm used to the old school go home shows for where from the beginning to the end, it's just straight excitement. Straight excitement. And there's probably like three moments that I was like, oh, this was dope. But outside of that, it was real average. get You know, for me, out of five specs, I'm going to give it three. Because, I mean, they they had some good moments, but there's also some moments that they could have done without. They made it average. And I really hope that, you know, SmackDown's going to come up later on this week. I really hope they deliver because I need to see a a dope go-home show to really sink in. that Hey, it's Mania, and y'all got to watch all these matches. But, you know, again, that's that's literally how that show went. But before I get out of here, I mean, you know... We we got some we got some news, y'all. We got some news. And you know, I I'm a big fan of them. Shout out to Sir Mac, because you you, you seen the man floss the belt, which is a million dollar belt, but we just found out some real big news about PCW Ultra that's gonna be on Friday, May 13th. Shout out to them if you definitely go get them tickets because it's flying off the shelves fast. Go to eventbrite.com. But here's the biggest news, y'all. Million dollar man, WWE legend. Mr. Ted DiBiase will be live and direct at PCW Ultra Friday, May 13th, New Beginnings. You definitely want to come out. Come get that picture, come get the autograph, talk to the man, get some knowledge. You do not want to miss it. But, you know, before I get out of here, you already know how we do, y'all. Follow us on Ringside Mayhem Podcast, y'all. You definitely, definitely do not want to miss us on Facebook, Ringside Mayhem Podcast, Twitter, RSM Mayhem Pod, IG, where we blowing up. Shout out to all the family, man. Ringside Mayhem Pod on IG. And more importantly, too, you know, we got we got one more place, one more place that we blowing up on to. And we always going to tell it, comment, like, share, subscribe, find us on either SSA TV or Ringside Mayhem Pod. Not only do you comment like share subscribe hit that notification bell so you can stay up on all the news all the mayhem because this is professor with the the quick rundown you know how it goes we where the ringside is at that mayhem goes down we out